0: Anyway, so she said, so why don't you just write a song? And I thought, well, that makes sense because, you know, when you sing something, then you're involving the vagal nerve and you you embody this whole thing. And so I wrote this just a short song. And because I had always had this dream of living on the ocean, I wanted to find, you know, a new relationship. I wanted, you know, meaningful work. And these were the things that I, I kind of... When you write a power song, it's, it's really identifying what are the things that you really want. What are your priorities? And even if they sound like impossible, put them in the song. Expanding possibilities, the mindset
1: zone. I'm your host, Anna Malikian. And before we start with today's show, please remember to visit mindset.zone. Yes, Instead of .com, it's .zone. There you can find all the episodes and other amazing resources. All at mindset.zone. Laurie Olofsson has written songs since he was a kid. He has made it as a singer, songwriter releasing nine albums and touring the globe. As a keynote speaker, Lowry inspires people to be more resilient. He also leverages talents and experience to produce audio branding for businesses and organizations, and he loves to co create power songs with teams, families, couples, and individuals so that they can connect more deeply to their missions, values, and vision. So it's a pleasure to have you here in the Mindset Zone podcast.
0: Okay, thanks for having me, Anna.
1: And uh, I love to start by asking you your definition of mindset.
0: I'd say it is just the way you see everything. I, you know, I, I don't know what the real definition is, but it's kind of the lens that you through you see everything through so positive or negative, and it has a huge impact on, on your, on your uh, results.
1: Uh, So tell me more about that. How do you see that the lenses that we use to see things because I I'm not here after the academic definition of mindset. I'm always curious how each one of us define mindset in our day-to-day. And when you speak about it, use influence or impact, tell me a little bit more about that.
0: Well, for me, as a someone who does a lot of work alone and always has, you know, as a solopreneur promoting my various things, often uh, many people are like me and the challenge is to stay hopeful and to stay positive and to uh, to not fall prey to the perils of self-sabotage which are you know self-limiting beliefs and you know not really thinking not being able to think bigger about stuff going to places of self-doubt when you know you're into new territory and just there's just a lot of ways of looking at things that are very unhelpful and so to me i would say a huge part of my journey in continuing to move forward is always about keeping being aware of my mindset and where I'm at what I'm you know how I'm how I'm viewing things at any given time and so uh, and and I find that really challenging to, to stay positive because those negative voices that would you know, would bring have a spiral. If you, if you grab onto those negative beliefs, you you can just spiral down into despair. And um, when in fact you're actually, you know, things are looking up as we, you know, things are improving. You're making incremental progress. You're moving in the right direction. Um, and how you see yourself as being, you know, uh, I think it, it what it it affects um, is your energy level. And so when you when you're when you have a poor mindset then your energy is very low and so it's kind of like oh well excuse me could you you know could you tell me the time please would that be too much trouble you know and you come up this small version of of Lowry or Anna or whoever and the trick is like how do you quickly and strategically get into like hey what time is it you know just being yourself like fully present fully alive and so you're the same person but how you're seeing yourself and how you're thinking about yourself is so impactful
1: And one of the, when you are giving the description, what I was thinking is a little bit what we speak in coaching that uh, are we relying on the push energy on the pool energy because yes even when we have the negative voices we still can do things but is that we push ourselves to do the things and that takes a huge amount of energy that i think is what you that dragging us down we can pull in this we rely in will of power and with determination yeah we can get a lot done but it's a huge amount of energy and when we learn how to, and that I think why is so important for you, the mission, the values, the vision, because it's when we have that clarity, then we can also bring the pull energy into the equation. Mm-hmm. And we work hard, yes, but it's more like we want to do it. We are motivated, we are energized, we are inspired to do it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and that is... Um, self fooling energy that I think is much more powerful.
0: Yes, absolutely. Because it's the quality of the energy and the quantity, you know, when you're when you're feeling badly about yourself and you're apologizing, you know, it takes you, the quality of the energy that you bring to stuff is just not that great. Um, but when you, you know, when you see and I think you, you hit the nail on the head when you say clarity, because what I found was when I got clear on things, Sometimes I didn't need that much courage anymore because it's like, this is clearly, um, you know, what I want or clearly not what I want. And then it's, it's not that hard to walk away from things or to walk towards things when it's like, you know, when you give yourself permission to want stuff and to be somebody bigger than, you know, some small version of yourself, you see yourself, you know, as this is being local, this is who I am.
1: So let's go to that clarity because, um, I think there is something there, uh, the the listening with clarity to our, because yes, we we were speaking before, there are the negative voices, the gremlins, like some people call them, or the saboteurs, the inner critic, whatever is the term that resonates more with which, which one of us. And at the same time, there is also a voice inside us that is our intuition our really that is very powerful but it's a very quiet voice most of the times that we have sometimes it's not easy to listen to that good voice in a mm-hmm. um, and but my theory is that that voice is there with us since the beginning mm-hmm. and thinking about your journey uh, there was a point in your life that you decide to become a singer songwriter That was by listening to that good voice inside you?
0: Well, actually, I'd was i been writing songs and doing all that stuff for years and and years. And uh, when I was a kid, it was what I wanted to do. And then my dad kind of, it didn't take much, you know, I said, oh, you know, this is what I want to do, dad. I want to be a singer-songwriter. And he said, well, you know, it's not much of a way to make a living, right? And so from that point, I kind of, that was all it took. For me to you know to to fuel a self doubt and so then I, from then I was I kept doing it and I kept growing and learning and stuff and performing but I was much more half hearted about it and then when I was about twenty eight years old this friend of mine was into goal setting and all that stuff and he sat me down at this cafe and he said Lowry what do you want to do with your life and uh, you know if there's one thing you could do and be and all that and and I did not want to answer that question you know because I knew full well what I wanted to do and I didn't believe I could do it and and but he squeezed it out of me and I you know he got me to admit that you know yeah I would like to record an album I would like to tour I would you know I'd like to do this and and his next question was well what would it take what would it take to to start doing that it's like well I guess I need to write some more songs you know I guess I need to you know, and then it just kind of boiled down to individual steps. But the fact that he believed in it mm-hmm. was really a, a game changer for me. When you know, because I couldn't overcome that negative voice by myself.
1: And it helped you to verbalize that, like it facilitate yes. you saying it.
0: Yes, and you know maybe to talk about clarity to say, well, okay, you know, you know they always say your chances of writing a hit song are better if you've written a song. Yep. You know.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and from there you went on to record the nine albums, and yeah. you toured all over. You were in Australia, correct?
0: Yeah, I used to tour in Australia, New Zealand, all over the U.S. I toured in Europe and uh you know, and you know, and I had I said some goals like one of my goals was but way back then was to play at the Vancouver Folk Festival, which was you know the big the big festival here. Well, I've never, you know, I've never played there. I may never play there. I don't know if they'll ever hire me, you know, but I've done so many other things besides that in the meantime that um, yeah, you know, it, it's it it's just, it's amazing. I mean, you just kind of walk through the doors that open, right? Yeah. But but I I have always been very clear that I only wanted to do things on my own terms in terms of the the kinds of like people would say to me, oh, why don't you do country music, Lowry? That's where the money is. And and quite frankly, I actually tried stuff like that. I would played in the bars. I I tried writing you know what I'll call stupid songs, you know, and it didn't make it didn't create any more success. And it all it made me want to do was quit music.
1: And again, yeah. d- drain your energy out. Drain,
0: because- drain, yeah, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. A-
1: and one of the things that I find fascinating of uh, of you is that you keep uh, that drive to learn, that drive to self development. Seems that was something that was always there, uh, and uh, you keep feeding it. You keep uh, uh, allowing yourself the space to keep growing in terms of your self-development? And is, is that drive to get more clarity? You
0: know what? I think it's, you know, it's fueled by a lack of success. <laughs> you know, it's, it's fueled by desperation and a need for money. A lot of times, I mean, you know, I at one point, I started doing these kids songwriting workshops right in the schools. Well, they, you know, they nearly killed me. It was... <laughs> It was like, you know, in a day you had to, you know, show up at a school at eight o'clock. And this was, you know, this was like a side thing when I was in town to do a a tour to play an evening concert. And they're like, well, you know, what can you do in the schools, right? It's like, okay, well, I'll do this. And so I'd go in and write a song at, you know, at, all morning with a group of 35 kids and it had to be ready to record and then perform after lunch for the whole school and then I had to do this you know show being crazy and fun for the kids and then you know teach the song to the whole school and then you know drive and do it in the next town the next day and uh, I mean seven hours of just intensely being on and and that's when I really uh, started to realize I needed to learn how to manage my energy I read a book called The Power of Full Engagement. Um, Jim Lair. it's all about the work that he's done around energy management and and eating strategically and getting exercise and mindset and being connected to a sense of purpose. And, you know, and that that kind of stuff. And so all of a sudden I went, and I did, you know, 450 of those, like all over Western Canada. It was, you know, it was really intense work, but I grew so much as a result of of that and you know believe me I did it for the money you know I mean I'd like to say I know it had an impact with the kids and it was good work and I you know and it was I loved it from that but I would never have made myself work that hard and be that uncomfortable if I wasn't if I didn't need to support my family
1: and at the same time you took advantage of a challenge to make it work for you was a yeah. challenge that you have uh, that was hard, and there was the, the your values priorities was, okay, feeding the family, totally uh, worth for. and you did all that work, and you learn in the process.
0: Yeah, that's right. and and you know that's where it's brought me to today, where where I'm writing these power songs with people, with individuals and couples and and teams and stuff. And now I have this experience. Of really being able to listen deeply to people and 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 to really um you know, to take their words and turn it into something musical and put it in simple, direct, you know, songwriterly language and and to come up with melodies without kind of you know, just pull them out of the air, just you know that whole thing. So it's it's um, it, it, all of that comes from having you know said yes when those opportunities came along before. Yeah.
1: And, and tell me, let, let's slow, uh, go back a moment there because, okay, you are a singer songwriter, you had to tour the globe, then you feed the family, you're doing your concerts, you start to do these uh, this, uh, um, workshops in schools to help the kids to come up with a song for them loads of artwork. work you learn about energy management be there and um, developing your skills and craft as a singer songwriter and uh, in this your journey of personal development you, how did you fall into the power songs that you are now doing within individuals families and teams
0: Okay, well, about three and a half years ago, I was going through a divorce and, you know, my life was kind of a little bit in, you know, flux. And I was trying to just get, you know, back on my feet a little bit. And and, uh, this friend of mine who I met on a call with you actually said, you know, why don't you do affirmations? And I said, well, because they don't work. You know, they have a limited ability. They have some value. But, you know, if you say I'm a millionaire and you're working at you know wendy's then you you create this argument in your brain and and so that's you know that's the downside of affirmations if, whereas you know gratitude you, you don't set you don't have an argument it's like i'm breathing i have food in the fridge there you know i'm loved and so that's a really powerful tool uh, anyway so she said so why don't you just write a song and i thought well that makes sense because you know when you sing something then you're involving the vagal nerve and you and you embody this whole thing and so i wrote this just a short song which went um and because i had always had this dream of living on the ocean i wanted to find you know a new relationship i wanted you know meaningful work and these were the things that i i kind of when you write a power song it's it's really identifying what are the things that you really want what are your priorities and even if they sound like impossible Put him in the song, right? And so I, I thought, okay, I'm gonna put this stuff in the song. And so it goes on I got a house on the water and someone to love. I laugh and sing and work and play. I'm living in the flow, helping people grow. Joy and adventure every day. And you know, two years later, I was building a house on the ocean. <laughs> <laughs> you know and now i you know i live right on the ocean i have this gorgeous i'm looking out to sea as i speak and you know i have a beautiful new relationship it's 2 years old now and and i'm doing this work and and it, so people started saying i want a power song and and so you know i wrote 5 of them just to see with people just to see how it would go in exchange for testimonials and and the experience and they all loved the experience of you know getting clear about what it is that they really wanted and then giving themselves permission to even want it and to up their game you know as we as we wrote the song together it's kind of like you know just one remember one woman saying i just want to feel like i'm enough and i said well you know enough is good but you know what else and and she and then she said well the word magnificent comes to mind you know and 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 magnificent to me is is uh, it's not egotistical it's it's you and your glory it's your wisdom your generosity your you know allowing yourself to to shine and to be joyful, I mean, that's magnificence, right? And so, you know, when people start putting those things in their in their songs and they, that's how they allow them, they see themselves and they allow themselves, because, you know, back to mindset, Anna, this is like, how do you see yourself? Yes. You know, are you some poor little schmuck that can't even <laughs> ask somebody the time? Or are you just like, hey, welcome to the world, come on, right? Right.
1: And uh, I've I been mean, lucky enough to have uh, um, received the power of your work to power songs, uh, I remember the first time. And it's interesting also doing with my, a mindset about because I remember the first time that I contacted you for the power song was for a family power song, right? Uh, because it was in the first year of the COVID. And uh, we had to cancel our usual Mother Day event that usually we join all the family, all then we do a, a big brunch. And uh, I decide to give myself, OK, uh, instead, since we cannot do that this year, uh, Laurie has these things of power songs. Maybe I'm going to ask him if, we, uh, if he can help me to write like a family song and yeah. you, of course and then we we get the time together and uh, i put yeah. my uh, i uh, my husband um on board and my daughter and it wasn't in very interesting uh, and you ask us another thing is very interesting because i think many of us as memories of songs and new songs and one of the things that you ask us what uh, to give you some examples of songs that inspire us, that energize us. And each, I think we did, I send you my songs, my husband Jim send his songs, and my daughter also told a couple of songs, and they were quite different
0: (laughs) from each other. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I mean sometimes I'll actually write them that are very, because I always ask people to send me samples of what, you know they the song that they want to give me a, a sense of what they like and what to feel and where we're yeah. going with stuff and sometimes, you know, they can be like, uh, you know, I wrote one recently with a guy that wanted it to sound like a James Bond yes. theme, right, and that and it did, you know, in the end there was somebody else who wanted it to sound like, a, you know, a Guess Who song, that <laughs> and, and you know, we used that groove, I had, I just wrote one with this couple the other day, they said, they were in Hawaii for their 25th anniversary. We were writing their their song together, a couple's song, and they wanted it to sound like Jack Johnson. And yeah. so, you know, we just listened to that, and then we kind of it's we're, I'm not stealing melodies or anything, but but vibes. You know, yeah. you want it to to yeah. to
1: be something that people can relate and bring yeah. them a smile but i still remember when we did the you did the, facilitate the the process of co-creating the lyric and the melody for it we were like maybe 45 minutes in a, and I was, oh, I was, oh, poor Lowry. <laughs> this is not going to work. I this is chaos. Oh my gosh! But it's incredible, and I think it's all your experience of the years of doing this in the schools with the kids. You really managed to bring it all together. And we use that song. How do say? Become? How do you say? Every time that we go in a road trip, we play the song. When nice. I do a slides with the photos of some uh, our family vacations, I use the song because it represents some of the values that we really want to create and something that we could create together with your help so it's not something that i'm imposing to my daughter It's mm-hmm. something that she helped cook and she had a big role in creating and deciding what was there or not there yeah. so it brings a new power into it and then well.
0: Yes. It's it's consensus building. Yes. Right? That's what songwriting is. Um, I mean, when it's a family song or or that kind of thing, it's really, and that's what it was with, you know, when I did it as a team building thing with, you know, a lot of organizations, businesses and stuff, and we do it as a team building thing. It's like, okay, well, who are you guys? What do you stand for? And when you get all, a a lot of times there's office politics and people aren't getting along and stuff. And yet when you write the song, then you're actually finding the stuff that you agree on. And you hear other people's perspectives and you have come away with a a deeper appreciation for each other but also there's this experience of group flow is what it is like being in getting into flow as a group is kind of like the best experience on the planet it's what happens at concerts right
1: and what yeah. experience that many people that like to belong to a choir they describe yeah. that experience of singing together are extremely mm-hmm. powerful and we see this in religious ceremonies where there is the shunting together the singing together it's mm-hmm. something that really that resonance that is built with music is extremely powerful and i will argue that even when um, You do, because then uh, about one year later, I decided to give myself with a power song to myself and we work together for that. And it's also a consensus building and you push us to to that big goals to see the big picture and uh, um, get us uh, get that, that inspiration in and quiet our negative voices and believe in that quiet so in our intuition and our vision and our mission. And then you managed to bring that all together in a melody, in a lyrics that is so powerful.
0: Yes, and and we used a lot of symbolism, like a lot of sensory language in yours. and, and that's what I really love. And that's you know that's what makes songs feel powerful and universal. You know, if if you, it's kind of the show and tell rule of songwriting is, um, it becomes the song becomes about everyone when you use pictures and symbolism and stuff. But also when there for a person uh, that has important images like this one I just wrote with this couple, um, was called Turquoise Water Harvest Moon. Hmm. Right. And so, you know, that triggers with just the words, those words alone trigger so much meaning and joy. And, uh, you know, there's such a complete celebration of who they are together and and yours. You know, I'm brave enough to be the light, to seize the light in others, the sparkle that ignites the flame so all of us can shine. I should play guitar. From here to the horizon, I'm a beacon on the sea. I find joy in every moment. I'm bright, I'm strong, I'm free. There's a wide world out there waiting. I'm so lucky to be me. You know, and so it's got all this imagery, but it's also got gratitude in it, right? It's, you know, these are powerful tools.
1: And at the same time, is that one of the things, because I have these, I always speaking about that we have to uh, overcome the linear thinking of, yes, thoughts, our mindsets are extremely important. And yes, they elicit uh, a feeling, they elicit emotions and that inspire our actions. Absolutely true. And it's very powerful to start with that mindset work, but I don't like to see it in a linear way. I'm always bringing the image of the triangle into play. They are like the sides of the triangle. One side is the mindset, the other side uh, can be the feelings, the other side can be the behavior. Uh, It's one of the ways of seeing the triangle. And what I like about the power songs is that it's bringing together all of this. Not only mm-hmm. you are feeling, you are singing, uh, it's, it's a body sensation, it's a, a embodied experience that. The, I, every time that I sing the song, I, I uh, it elicits a lot of positive, good feelings and emotions mm-hmm. and allows me to focus on the best part of my beliefs about what I can do and strengthen my mindset. Yeah. So I, I love how uh, the interplay, how the the three sides uh, of the triangle reflect in each other and strengthen each other in a strong structure. And I think your power songs is the power of bringing that together.
0: Yes, and part of that, uh, which is, you know, there's all of that physiological stuff that, you know, brain chemistry and, and the vagus nerve and all that stuff around how singing soothes you. But when it's your song and you wrote that song and you've gone through like, the thing the thing is that um you know when people when, whenever i start a a songwriting session i'm always a little bit anxious because um and i used to think that that was a sign that i was incompetent that I didn't really know what I was doing. And it would happen a lot with the kids, even when I was in, you know, it's 11 o'clock, you guys, and we need, um, you know, we we need another verse, and we've got 15 minutes. You know, it, this song has to be done, and I'm freaking out and stuff. But what I recognize now is that to get into flow, you need to be slightly above your... The, the skills challenge uh, ratio should be like about, ideally, they say 4% above your ability. So you always want to be a little out of your... Out of your league because it makes you really highly focused. And for you know, for you and I, when we were writing, or whoever I'm writing with, like we're we're working pretty hard. Like we we, we but we have all of the the qualities of of you know, of flow. We've got skin in the game. We've got yes and. It's very safe. Thing. We've, you know, we're we're fully committed to the outcome. We're, you know, we're highly focused. There's no distractions, all that kind of stuff. But, but usually, it's always so funny because I do these, you know, when you do it as a team building thing, you get all these grumpy people showing up at the beginning, and they're like, "Why are we here? You know, I don't know how to write a song. I'm not going to sing." And, and you know, and then by the time we've gone through this at the end, they're like, "Wow, I did! We did it!" I mean, they're all cheering, and there's been this complete transformation that's occurred. And then this song they love that song forever I mean I had a kid somebody wrote me the other day and said oh could you send me a copy I was you came to our school and I was in grade six and we wrote a song called hope is like a chicken (laughs) <laughs> Can you send me a copy? And so I went back and I I found this song and and you know I remember them coming up with that title and I said I don't know you guys this is going to be a stretch you know but you want to call it that then we have to prove it right and and so we wrote the song I sent it to her and she said well it's not quite as good as I remember but it, but I still love it you know and she's now she's like twenty two or
1: something and yeah. she still remembers the song that she wrote in grade six. Because that is the power of music, I think. Because I identify a lot with—I never thought that I was able to write a song, and of course I had to do it with your help. But I—I I always like music, yeah. and uh, I think all of us have memory of songs that um, we can put in a playlist to inspire us. Mm-hmm. So to have the the privilege of the option of creating my own song was really, really special and powerful. So I want to, because there will be people listening here that okay they they want to start to use more the power of music to help them to achieve their goals one of the things that even part of your process you ask us to collect songs that are like creating a playlist of songs that inspire us that is part of your process correct
0: yeah because i you know my goal is it's your song right so my goal is to write a song that you love right so i'm never going to argue you can't you can't hurt my feelings (laughs) right when we're writing if it's like you don't want that word on there we're not putting it in Yeah.
1: and right. one, one thing that I noticed, even the process to the session that we could create the song is that because you had asked me to uh, pull out a playlist of songs that uh, inspire me, I was listening to music more. I was yeah. dancing to music more and uh, I, music became more part of my life and just that was powerful in itself. Mm-hmm. And then uh, do the work that I did with you and now I sing my song every day uh, is incredible, they say incredible. So if people want to know more about how if they want to create a power song w- with you, where they should go to learn more about it?
0: Well, the website powersongs.ca, uh, CA for Canada, there's a bunch of information there. There's a video of the process in action, me writing a song, with somebody on their podcast. And uh, there's a button there you can hit to uh, set up a free 20-minute chat with me. Just if you have questions, uh, just like a discovery call and see if it's something that you want to do. Then, um, yeah, I love doing that.
1: And uh, you have all the work that you still do with teams and organizations and even the audio branding, because I bet that some people that are listening to us here are wondering, I know this voice from somewhere (laughs) because the audio branding for Mindset Zone... Is Laurie that wrote it, and I really appreciate that.
0: (laughs) Expanding possibilities, or something like that. Yes,
1: the mindset zone. Yeah. So, so great. So thank you so much for your time today. I really hope that this conversation inspired people to expand their mindsets and expand what they can do with it, how they can bring music in and who knows, maybe do a power song for themselves.
0: That's right. Well, thanks so much, Anna. It's, you've been such an inspiration to me for so many years, and uh, it's been an honor to be on your podcast. Oh,
1: my pleasure. Expanding possibilities,
0: the Mindset Zone.
1: Thank you for listening, and remember to visit mindset.zone. Yes, instead of .com, it's .zone. There you can find all the episodes and other amazing resources, all at mindset.zone. As always, I'm so grateful you are here. Expand what's possible for you, for the ones around you, for the world.